Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello and welcome back to episode 99. We are one away from three digits and I am so, so proud of that. Episode 99 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. My name is Dusty Porter, the host of this wonderful show. Back at you again, second week of the new year, 2018, with another amazing interview. Today we're joined by a young lady, uh, the host of the Sci-Files YouTube channel. She's been on there doing stuff since she was extremely young and she has an awesome story with some awesome tips and strategies strategy for you guys, so definitely stick around for that. Don't forget to go over to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, soon to be Spotify and Google Play. Uh, subscribe to the podcast that way. Every single Wednesday when we go live with a new interview, a new episode, you will be notified via your podcast player. Want to give a huge shout out and thank you again, as I do every week, to the sponsors of the show, Tube Buddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y, a free browser plugin that you can upgrade to the paid version if you so choose. That is the Swiss Army Knife, the tool that I use to take my YouTube channel to the next level. This week, I've been using it immensely as I'm going back and auditing old videos from last year, looking into new strategies for new shows and episodes for my channel this year, uh, using the tag exporting tool, using the update or the bulk editing tool to go back and edit descriptions and things like that and links and old videos. If you haven't already, just stop what you're doing, pause the podcast, click the link in the show notes, download, install TubeBuddy. You will not regret it. Uh, every week, I mention to you guys that uh, you can go on over to iTunes, leave us a review, whether it be positive or negative. Uh, I want to know what we can always be doing uh, to do better on the show. Uh, and if you do go over there and leave us a review, I will give you a shout out on next week's episode. Got a few reviews to shout out this week. We got one coming in from ABCDEFG all the way through the alphabet number 14. It says, love this podcast. Podcast. I listen to it while working or driving, and it's helped me prepare to start my channel about exotic animal care and the life of a zookeeper. Keep making the great podcast. Well, not sure what your name is, but good luck on the new channel. Sounds awesomely, in awesomely? That's not even a word. It sounds amazingly interesting. Uh, next one coming in from CHSNCEQE18 says, great and informative podcast. Their YouTube channel is Xeon Gamer. Awesome. Thanks for the review. The last one coming in from, can't think it's so dumb. Uh, this one's the most recent one, says, been very helpful. I just watched and listened to one episode and realized my YouTube channel is on the wrong path. Thanks for steering me back in the right direction. My channel is Stupid Kids Vlogs. So go check him out if you want to do that. Thank you guys so much for all the reviews. They're so appreciative. I mean, I'm so appreciative of the reviews as it helps the channel and it helps the podcast grow, which is in the at the end of the day, what we're wanting to do. Not for me, not for, you know, so I can boast about numbers, but so I can continue to help people who have a message, spread that message on the platform that we all know and love as YouTube. So again, like I mentioned earlier, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can visit our website for more great tutorials, youtubecreatorshub.com. Submit your audio if you have a question there. And if you'd like to be on the show, email me, dusty at youtubecreatorshub.com. So without any further ado, let's jump into the first interview of the new year. And I'm joined today by Ella. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back to this week's conversation. I am so excited today to be joined by Ella Chan. She is a youth STEAM advocate and has been publishing videos on her YouTube channel, get this, since she was 12 years old. 
She has made over 50 videos so far and has written STEM Files, a book that highlights different careers and female contributors to various STEAM fields. She continues to make videos monthly and has recently participated in a number of talks at STEAM fairs as she tries to inspire all young children to participate in STEAM. She's also the host and creator behind the YouTube channel SciFiles, S-C-I Files, where she promotes STEM education for everyone. Uh, Ella, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to dive into some YouTube stuff with you today. Uh, you're actually going to be my first interview of 2018, so we are starting the year off right. I am just so excited to chat with you uh, about all things video. I am revved up as we all are at the beginning of the year, ready to uh, try new things and do uh, do new things. So um, this interview, I am just extremely pumped up about. Um, even though we got the time zones mixed up and it wasn't your fault, it was my <laughs> fault. I'm just a time zone basically noob apparently, and I cannot get them right. Uh, but all let's good. go ahead and uh, and jump past all of the obstacles, and let's just dive into this week's conversation. So Ella, let my audience know a little bit more about who you are, as well as what your YouTube channel is all about. Sounds great. Um, so I am a girl who's going, or who's a big advocate for um, youth in STEM. Uh, as a girl who personally wants to pursue STEM in the future as a career, I try to promote STEM to younger audiences. So I started my YouTube channel as a way to share what I was passionate about with those my age. And now it's kind of become a way for me to share what I love with those younger than me and try to inspire them to pursue STEM as well. So let's talk a little bit about STEM. So what exactly is STEM and how did you get involved? Um, well, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. And recently they've changed that to STEAM, which includes um, arts and design in there as well. So I kind of got involved in STEM. I've always been interested in science. Um, as I've like grown older and I've been trying to get more involved in STEM, um, I've been trying to look for uh, resources online to look into um, STEM for girls more specifically, just because I've kind of felt that there was a lack of resources like aimed towards girls in STEM when I was younger. Um, so I was just interested from the start and I kind of got going from there. So I love that. I love I love what STEM stands for. And I'm not sure if you know this or not. A couple of weeks ago, um, the, the middle of December, I had on another guest. Her name was Jess. And she makes uh, videos on a YouTube channel called Steminant. Um, and she is a big advocate for the same thing that you are. And uh, one of my pushes for the, the this year is to have more amazing women, uh, creative women on the show. And so uh, starting with her and then moving on now to you, I am just stoked to, uh, to, to talk to young women who are being a part of this movement to get other young ladies involved in science and technology and now arts and math, and it's just amazing. So let's talk about the YouTube channel briefly. So so Sci-Files, how did that come to be? Like what made you decide, okay, I'm going to start uploading videos and I am going to call my channel Sci-Files. Like what was the birth of your channel like? Um, well, I've been watching a lot of videos by the YouTuber Alex Danis because she's a kind of a younger STEM YouTuber herself. And so I was inspired over that summer when I was 12 years old um, to try and have a hand at it myself. And at school, I've been learning iMovie. So I kind of wanted to test out, like to see how I could change like or take the, those skills and apply them to my own channel um, and again I wanted to create something that other girls like me could use or be inspired by so that was kind of my idea behind the channel um, and then sci-files I just figured I mean sci science um, and then just I wanted a collection of different 
videos and they weren't all necessarily going to fall under the same category or the same science. So I kind of wanted a broad sort of title. <laughs> and I think the thing, Ella, that stands out most to me as, you know, I look through probably 30 or 40 YouTube channels, it seems like a day, you know, finding great guests for this show. One of the things that stood out to me when I went to your channel is that the imaging and the branding behind your channel is so well done. Um, you've got a little caricature of yourself there. The uh, the, the text is phenomenal. Um, your profile image and your logo just is, it just sticks out to me. Like, did you have experience in graphic design before you started the channel? Um, not before I started the channel, actually, but after a couple years, I think around like when I was 14 years old, I started getting into using Adobe Illustrator and I was approached by YouTube for the YouTube partnerships program and working with um, one of their, uh, I guess, partner leadership um, members, they suggested that I make consistent thumbnails for, for my channel. And I think that's been a huge thing for my brand. Like you said, um, trying to create a consistent brand and like using um, similar cartoons and similar textiles throughout has like made my I think channels seem a lot more professional. Um, and yeah, so I, I didn't have experience to begin with, but I kind of taught myself as I went along. So I think that's one of the things that people ask me all the time. Well, you talk about this all the time about using themes or, or keeping all of your imaging in line or branding in line. Let's talk about that for a minute, because if I go through your channel and I look at all of your thumbnails, you do such a great job and you do something. And I'm not sure if you heard it on this podcast or some other creator told you this. But one of the things that I always recommend with thumbnails is uh, to create a rectangle around your video uh, to kind of make it look like your video is highlighted in the search results. What made you make that creative decision? And how have you seen that kind of help you as you kind of kept all of your text and your imaging in line uh, with every video that you upload? Well, I think like you said, there have been a lot of um, like I was actually looking online, and I think I must have come across this podcast because I had seen um, recommendations for how to set up like a consistent brand. And this was the most um, simplistic, but also most effective way I think of approaching it. Um, so it really helps you keep all your videos in line. And even though they're different colors, the borders um, can reflect the video, but still be consistent. So I think that's like, they're very versatile, which is kind of a benefit for doing it like this. Sure. And I've always said it in the way like, you know, if you're on like an e-commerce site like um, eBay or Craigslist or something, you can, they always allow you to pay extra to highlight your listing. Uh, and that to mm -hmm. me was just such a, it just made sense, right? It just it made your listing more visually appealing. Uh, and just for the naked eye, if it was browsing or perusing through the site, it, you know, your listing might stand out. And the same works for videos if you're scrolling through the search results. So I think that is, uh, that's amazing. Now, what are some tips that you would give other creators before I dive into the normal questions. Uh, what are some tips that you would give other creators about branding, about, you know, trying to keep your brand in line with, with, you know, building a brand around yourself as well as the name of your channel. What have you learned since the conception of Sci-Files that has helped you with the branding side of YouTube? Um, I think the most important thing is to stay consistent. Um, so I found that I really liked the borders, like you said, and I kept with that, even though, I mean, for some videos it worked better than others. If you just keep um, reusing the same or not reusing, but uh, sticking to one style of branding. I think that makes your channel stand out a lot more and it makes it appear a lot more professional. Um, also sticking with similar color schemes or um, text styles. Like I like to use bolder text so it stands out a little bit more. So just kind of trying to find what works for you and what works for your channel, but also making sure that you keep it the same the whole way through. 
Uh, let's talk about YouTube as a business for a minute. You are still extremely young. Uh, you started this when you were 12 years old. Um, have you monetized your content, whether it be just through the AdSense program or what options do you have or are you thinking about right now to possibly make this something that can help you, uh, you know, make a little income here or there or possibly even turning into a business in itself? Um, well, with my YouTube videos, uh, just specifically, I have been using the AdSense program. Um, and recently, I was able to get my first check, which is really exciting. And I only recently started monetizing my videos. So just seeing that kind of immediate result was pretty amazing. Um, and then through my videos, I've kind of branched out to other things like that, my book stem files, and that has been, again, able to help me um, generate a little bit of income from this, this YouTube. So let's talk your book for a minute. How are you <laughs> branding it? And how are you kind of uh, plugging it in and kind of, I guess you would say representing it on your YouTube channel? Well, I've made a number of videos about my book when I was creating it and also more recently promoting it through periodic tables that I've created and just kind of keeping that brand consistent. So I have my SciFiles YouTube channel, my STEM Files book. I have an Instagram about STEM Files and a website as well. That's awesome. And then you're one of those people who are following the rules of uh, the podcast, YouTube Creators Hub podcast. You're, you're not keeping uh, yourself uh, constrained within the YouTube ecosystem. You are branching out and you have a website and you have social media outlets and you're doing things like your book. I think that's so amazing. Now, in the future, though, Ella, like what are you looking to do to expand this to possibly make more money to turn this into a business? Or is this just for you just a side thing that you're passionate about? Well, I think that it definitely is a side passion of mine, but of course I wouldn't mind um, being able to create a business out of it because it is something that I really love to do. Um, I think it's always best to change or to turn what you love to do into something that you can like keep doing. Um, I think that working with maybe more like in video ads or kind of branching out, creating more books or extra products that accompany my channel and then promoting them through my videos is kind of the direction that I'm planning on going on. Yeah, doing something that you love for a living is uh, is one of the greatest things ever. Uh, you know, people ask me all the time about, you know, what I do, and it's kind of hard to explain to them exactly what a digital creator does, and people are like, that's not a real job. But man, when you can do something that you love, and you wake up every morning just passionate about creating videos, making podcasts, whatever it is, it really just gives you a boost, and the momentum is just already there, and it just makes you do that much better of a job. So I completely agree agree with you there. Uh, so Ella, what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? Well, I think when I first started out, I kind of had that feeling that nobody was going to watch my videos or that it was kind of not an important thing that nobody would um, be interested in watching what I had to create. But I think that if you work hard at something and you keep producing videos and you keep trying, um, like eventually somebody will come along and watch and then they will be impacted by your channel or by the content that you create. Like recently I had um, a mother tell me that her uh, daughter loves my videos and that it helps inspire her to pursue science. So even just those small moments can like keep you going. And I think that looking back, if I had known that back then it would have um, pushed me even further to keep doing this more. Looking at the impact that you're able to have with your viewers, your audience, uh, people who consume your content, you know, with all the negativity in the news lately about YouTube, what what does that mean to you? Like, how does that make you feel that you have this platform where your voice can be heard? I think it's amazing. I think it's the, the best thing ever. Um, the entire idea behind my channel was to try and help inspire others and share my passion with others. So being able to do that and being able to see the direct impact, like when people comment or when people watch my videos and then message me about them later, it's 
it's very um, eye-opening, but it's also very humbling because I am able to see that my work has some direct impact on someone else's life. So I think that's amazing. And sometimes it's just so surreal. Exactly. Uh, you know, with, with with something that, you know, like like with what you're doing with STEM education and trying to get young people involved in something so uh, amazing that, you know, it doesn't matter what your channel is about. Yours just happens to be about STEM. But just to know that you have a platform where you can get on the platform and talk about something you love and possibly make an impact and change a young person's life as far as where their career goes, uh, that to me just seems like a really big deal. And that's why I think creators really need to look at what they're doing before they push the record button, before they open their mouth, before they publish something on the internet. I think that's really crucial. Um, and if you were to give somebody a piece of advice about you know YouTube as a platform and being able to put yourself out there, what would that piece of advice be? What would you tell the younger Ella, you know, that you know now that you know kind of the impact that you're having on people who are coming and watching your content? I think just be mindful of what you post, like you had said, but also um, stick to what you're passionate about. So if there's something that really that you find um, exciting or interesting, and even if you're not sure if anyone else will feel the same way, I think you should share that with um, those who follow your channel just to show them that this is another Thing you can look at, like, for example, um, not that many people might have known about the charity Nef Care Kidney International, which is a charity that I am extremely passionate about. And I think that through sharing that, I'm able to um, maybe broaden someone's perspective, show them something different and new. And I think that if you doubt yourself when you're um, publishing these videos, you don't you might not be able to do that. So I think if you stick to publishing what you're passionate about, you'll be successful. And I think that that's something that I should have known back then or I would have liked to know. It, it really is amazing uh, what we're able to do now with just such, it's just right there in front of us and, and, and you can do it on a low budget. I think that's amazing. So speaking of a low budget, uh, Ella, I am a, a tech head. I am a nerd. I love to hear about people's gear, about their setups, about how they are accomplishing their YouTube workflow. So let's talk about the tools of the trade for a minute. Um, are there any YouTube tools that you would recommend to my audience, whether it be hardware, software, internet resource, whatever it may be, uh, what are what are the tools of the trade that you use to get the job done? Well, um, as far as hardware goes, I currently, well, I'm currently using a Yeti microphone to um, do this interview, and I use it for all my videos to do the voiceovers, and I think that it makes a huge difference with the quality of your videos, um, because if you sound better, you sound smarter, um, you sound more polished, and people will listen to you a little bit more, I hope. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that I would uh, say is worth investing in. Um, as far as like cameras go, I typically use my phone to film my videos. And then um, as far as software goes, I use Final Cut Pro to edit my videos and I highly recommend it. Yeah, Final Cut Pro is uh, is definitely a, an arrow in my quiver that I just love. Uh, Final Cut Pro is something that I, every day or seems like every week I'm trying to learn something new. I'm also a videographer, so trying to learn the ins and outs of, uh, of Final Cut Pro is just uh, fantastic. And speaking of audio, audio quality to me, I, it's a pet peeve of mine, Ella. Uh, if, if you don't sound good to me, you just might as well not do. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who I'm, a, I'm an audio snob and I shouldn't be, but I guess as a podcaster, 
director and a producer at times it just kind of gets in the way but if you are a creator out there you can get the Blue Yeti microphone the one that Ella is using now for uh, such a great deal that it really does not make sense not to um, and kind of like, like what, what you said Ella I, I've, I haven't heard it put exactly that way yet but if you sound good uh, you sound smarter and uh, I think you're right I think you're exactly right and the production value just seems so much higher when the audio quality is just crisp and clear and like you said you just sound more professional so I couldn't agree more with what you said there um, if you could give one piece of advice just one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers someone just getting started on the platform you know it's uh, beginning of the year 2018 uh, when we're recording this obviously it may not be when you're listening to it uh, but uh, you know everyone's you know around this time of year I get a ton of emails about you know I want to start a YouTube channel I promise I'm going to stick to it I'm going to stick to it what would be the one piece of advice that you would give to those people looking to start their channel or looking to grow their channel um, I would say definitely try and have a consistent schedule with posting and that'll keep you motivated. Like I try to post a video a month. Um, and I think without that kind of timeline, it wouldn't be something that I would be super um, like keen to stick to. But with having that motivation saying I'm going to publish a video a month, um, it's helped me grow my channel. I produce a lot more videos than I would have otherwise. And I think that that's something that if you're trying to start out a YouTube channel, it's a good goal to have. And it's not that difficult. Yeah, you know, and, and you, you look at someone like you and your channel, Ella, you know, once a month. I mean, that seems very doable, you know, and, and people think that a lot of times when, when I talk about consistency or get on a schedule, I'm talking like, you know, three times per week or daily uploads or, you know, that they, they go directly to you know, that extreme, but in reality, it can, it can seriously be just as simple as maybe once every two weeks. And it's really about setting yourself up for success and knowing that, okay, every first Tuesday of the month, I'm going to record a video or, you know, every Tuesday I'm going to record a video or Tuesdays and Thursdays, whatever that may be. It's important to give your audience or your viewers something to expect right? Like when to be expecting a video from Ella or when to be expecting a podcast episode. It really is important. Consistency is key. And if there was a, 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 a you know, a point A to getting started on YouTube, that would be at the top of my list. Um, and I, I could not agree more. Now, are you a reader? Do you like to read Ella? Yeah. Do you have any books that you would recommend to my audience that has kind of helped you or motivate you to kind of get to a point to where it kind of helped you in your YouTube journey? Um, as far as YouTube books, go. Um, I think just reading books by other YouTube creators is kind of interesting and inspiring. Like I've read a couple of Grace Heldig's books um, and just seeing how they kind of grew from not having a YouTube channel to having a YouTube channel and then how that's impacted their life um, is incredibly interesting. So I think just reading into other creators' journeys and seeing how kind of their path has gone and then you can kind of see how you want your path to go. What do you consider to be your strengths and weaknesses as a creator? I think definitely... Well, my strength is my um, consistency with my brand. I try to be pretty on that. Um, and I hope that comes across in kind of my channel as well as my Instagram and website and my other um, platforms that I'm uh, promoting my content on. I think my weakness is probably um, trying to like, again, stick with that consistency, make sure that I'm on schedule at all times. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things to where a lot of times it's hard for us as creators to identify um, our weaknesses because we get so caught up in what we're doing. And, and a lot of times if we can just take a look at kind of what we're doing poorly uh, and try to tweak it a little bit, and that'll uh, really enhance uh, our strengths. Uh, let's talk the future for a minute or two before we close out, Ella. This has been such an awesome interview. Again, we're joined today by Ella from the Sci-Files YouTube channel. Um, 
what do you see for the future of your channel? Uh, and then I have a part B to that question as well. But just just right now, what do you want to do uh, short term and long term with sci files on YouTube? I think, um, or at least for the short term, I definitely want to keep producing videos monthly. Um, moving forward, maybe even more videos like twice a month, like you said, or even weekly. Um, I think that by producing videos um, and sharing what I love about science, I am actually having an impact or I, I'm starting to see that I might have an impact on other people's lives. And I just want to keep that keep that going. I love that. And now what do you think is the future of YouTube? Like the platform, like we know what's going on right now, much negativity in the news, but let's just look beyond all of that for a minute. Like where do you see YouTube going in the future? I think that definitely as far as education, it's going to keep growing um, with more and more people posting educational videos online and more and more students using it as an educational resource. I think it's definitely going to grow um, in that way. In other ways, I'm not entirely sure, but I think that it uh, is definitely going to stay stick around <laughs> could not agree more uh ella thank you so much for joining me today uh thank you so much for what you're doing over on youtube so before we uh before i let you go uh let my audience know where they can get in touch with you online um well you can check out my youtube channel which is youtube.com slash uh or my instagram which is at stem underscore files and um i also have a wix website and if you go to my youtube channel you can link to it as well Awesome. I will have all of the pertinent links in the show notes as well as over on the website when this episode goes live. Ella, thank you so much again for joining me. I really thank appreciate it. Thank you for having it. me. Uh, absolutely. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as support us on Patreon for great perks such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.